Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie. And today we got a unique, fresh topic. And I've got Dr. Lucas Marchand on the interview on mobile chiropractic. We're going to really focus a lot on kind of the portable table setup at someone's house or place of business. But we do talk a little bit about more of like your RV chiropractic as well. Uh, but Lucas is someone that, uh, you know, really has taken this by the horns and he tells his story of how it all came to fruition, some of the road bumps, it was a slow start, some of the things he's learned, some nuances of it. He's got a really popular closed Facebook group that he's going to discuss that you can get a lot of information out of it. But even if you're a brick and mortar chiropractor, we talk about even some of the side hustle aspect of this, or you'll get that uh, occasional a lot of times a wealthy patient doesn't want to come into the office. Hey, you know, can you come to my house? It's like, yeah, sure. It's going to be a lot, right? We talk about what to do in that scenario where you can supplement your income a little bit in this. And so you're going to get a lot of good ideas of it, uh, even some of the corporate settings that I've done. And, you know, it just could be something that you would like to potentially look at where it could be a little bit of a side hustle. It could be a full-time thing like he has. Uh, or, you know, it could just be the uh, occasional aspects of going to someone's place of business or home and charging a premium for that service. And so we dive into that uh, quite a bit today. Uh, one thing I want to mention before we do that, uh, Chiropractic Success Academy, uh, we have just done a, a lot with these playbook ideas and we've put in there recently an associate playbook. So you're looking to hire, train and onboard an associate. It's not a system per se, like it just here's your cookie cutter system of doing it. It's a playbook, which then it kind of provides you with guidance and then some other links of CSA lessons and how to, to go about this and even maybe develop your own system from it. And so these playbooks are our um, way of helping you build systems in your practice without it being just this cookie cutter thing that you can't apply to your practice. So you'll learn from the playbooks. It'll guide you into certain lessons and resources to understand and then implement and then give you the uh, blueprint to, to develop your own practices, actual system, whether it's for the associate or for the front desk. We have one on scaling your practice. We have one on um, going, you know, networking from zero to one. Like you have no network, you don't want to do it. You're afraid of it to actually implementing it where it's not this uh, big monster that you're scared of, right? So these playbooks have been uh, well-received from our members, and you can check us out at csacircle.com. It's $99 a month to join. It's month to month. You get a lot for it, including the CSA digital dashboard. And now you get these playbooks amongst everything else there. You can check out on the website at csacircle.com. Here is my interview with Dr. Lucas Marchand. All right. Welcome to the show, Lucas. I really appreciate your time today. I'm excited. This is a, a fresh topic we're going to dive in today about mobile chiropractic. But before we do that, uh, tell us you know, a little bit about yourself personally, professionally, and then we'll, we'll start to have a good time. Yeah. I, um, I practice in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, small town, about 220,000 people or so. Um, and I grew up here as well. And um, you know, had just a normal 
life growing up, sports, all that. Went to college, played college football, and then got into chiropractic. Somehow it wasn't even like a normal, you know, family member as a chiropractor or I had this healing event with chiropractic. I sort of just fell into it, which is disappointing in a way. I wish I had a cooler story, but then I went to school. You didn't have any miracle stories or anything? No, no, but I just kind of, I knew I was kind of in that going the healthcare route in general. I just wasn't sure which way I wanted to go. And, um, and I just, you know, one of my friends was going that route and kind of introduced me that way, I suppose. And then the rest was history. I ended up going to Northwestern up in Minneapolis and, uh, spent some time there. And then, uh, took my, did my T10 externship, if you want to call it that down in Texas for a bit. I just wanted to get out of the Minnesota weather, to be honest. It wasn't like, um, there wasn't really any reason to go down in Texas other than the warmth. And then I practiced as an associate for about a year. And then I moved back to South Dakota and started my, my household practice in 2016. Nice. 2016. Perfect. I was yep. going to ask. And, and yep. so, yeah, you know, you, you, uh, right out of the gates, it sounds like you, you jumped into it. It wasn't like you were in private practice and, and, and changed everything. Um, yeah. But what gave you the initial idea of, of mobile practice? Uh, it was just more practicality. Um, 2015, I was working in as, as an associate. I learned a lot at this clinic. It was a high volume clinic. I specifically sought them out because I wanted to, you know, as you, as you know, like we don't get a lot of business in school, you know? So I was like, I'm going to go to a clinic that's maybe not how I want to practice long-term, but at least I know they're good. They're under management and, um, they have systems and all that stuff. But I spent a year there learning the marketing and, you know, patient, you know, stuff and all that. And then it was just a bad year for me. My, my dog died. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, my dad died. Oh. And then I got a massive heart attack. It was unexpected. And then a month later, two months later, my grandpa died. Yeah, so then sorry. I was just like, yeah. So it was just kind of like, okay. Um, I think my relationship with, you know, my boss at the time kind of run its course mm-hmm. and with all the family stuff going on, I decided I need to get back home to family and, you know, and I knew I didn't want to associate against, um, but I didn't really, you know, have the money at the time to go to a business and get a business loan and start an office. So I was like, okay, it's going to be really practical. Get back home, get licensed in South Dakota, get a table and start doing house calls, build up a clientele. And then I was, the plan was honestly just to go and do an office, but I was going to get back here and just start working. And then I just never stopped doing house calls. So perfect. That's how I got into so, it. Yeah, I like it. And you know, there's two tracks that someone could could really discuss this topic. One is you know, the portable table, bringing it to people's houses or businesses yep. and things of that nature. And then there's also you get some folks uh, a little more involved for sure, but they they build out a RV type of thing or a bus right. or a van, and yep. you know the whole nine yards, and they take that to particular spot typically obviously a corporation in a lot of sense we're going to focus a lot on how you're doing it but could you just give us a little bit of uh, like just a thirty thousand foot overview of what you see because i know you have and we'll touch on a bit you have a a closed facebook group which i'll have you mention in a little bit um Mm -hmm. so i'm sure you get a lot of insights on the rv just for the point of this conversation we'll call him the rv chiropractor yeah um what's it like just some of the 
thoughts on that? Some of the insights you've seen in your Facebook group and talking to some other professionals. So with like with the RV with the build out like that, I mean, you can really do whatever you want. I've seen some really expensive rigs that look like, you know, a blood mobile effectively, but with an office chiropractic office in there, x-rays. I mean, it's a small office and they drive around and they pull up to like, you know, like a UPS, for example, or a, a big corporation. And they can see the same volume that a brick and mortar could see if they wanted to, um, you know, in, into the hundreds um, or more. Um, it's just the cost to build out is yeah. maybe prohibitive for some. And in a way, from, from my perspective, for me, I was like, well, if I'm going to do that to build out an RV and get a loan for all that, maybe I just get, might as well get an office at that point. Um, that was kind of my logic. That's why I stick with house calls right now, but that's the, that's the mobile unit. I mean, and Jeff Solomon's the guy to talk to about that. He's the expert on that, but that's my view on that. Perfect. Yeah. Now let's go to your, you know, house call setup. Mm-hmm. Tell us about like, what are the settings you're going to houses, corporations, sporting yeah. teams, pets, what, like, what are you doing with that? Mostly house calls for individuals, couples, and families. I do have some corporate corporations I go to every week, you know, a lot of construction sites, um, nice. a lot of, um, uh, like real estate offices, law offices, dental offices, um, so small businesses and really that's the, in a way to go, if you want to build some volume, because if you can stop at one place and see three to seven people at a dentist's office, especially if they're pretty established and it's mostly wellness at, in some cases, like it's a pretty quick visit. Um, the dollar per hour you can make at a session like that is a lot higher as opposed to an individual house call. Um, but I do a combination of both, but my bread and butter is the individual families going to their homes. Perfect. And then what do you bring with you other, other than a table? So I got, you know, the doctor bag, you know, that we got in school with all my, you know, exam material, blood pressure cuffs, you know, pulse oximetry, all that stuff. And then my table, I carry around, uh, I think it's, I think it's Dynatron or Chattanooga, E-STEM machine. I set people up, especially if they're really acute, you know, with 10 minutes of interferential current and a heating pad. Um, I have a massage gun that I don't use as much. I use my hands more. Um, and so it's mostly that. So e-stem, heat, my Cairo table, um, which has, you know, the pelvic drop, the thoracic and the cervical drops. My technique is mostly diversified, um, but I do a combination of, of all sorts of things. So, yep, it's pretty, it's pretty basic. No, it's great. And you do some soft tissue you mentioned? Yep, a little bit. I'm not certified in anything, just a little muscle work, you know? Yeah, yeah, cool. No, that's great. And then. Um, I'd love to hear how you got started with it. Like, did it take some time to get some traction? Did you get, you know, one and that led to two and three, or did it, did it come like just flowing right out of the gates for you? So anybody that's listening, that's like thinking about this, like, what did that look like? Take yourself back to when you got going, how how to go. Yeah, It was pretty slow to start out, to be honest. I mean, you don't have that natural foot traffic, um, that you wouldn't maybe in an office with some signage. And it was different. I mean, I started, now it's more common, but I did, I mean, I put some decals on my vehicle and I put out a Facebook on my, on my personal Facebook page. I was back in town doing house calls and that got a lot of shares. But honestly, the first couple of years were really slow. I mean, it was really difficult and I didn't have the marketing systems down at the time. I mean, um, so it was a lot of just kind of 
word of mouth at the beginning, <laughs> which is slow and you don't have any base. Um, so it, it took me a while. It took me now, probably you have about a, three years. Three years now. Do you have yeah. uh, like your own website now and marketing yep. strategy and all that? Yep. 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 It's uh, uh yeah, I got the website and then a lot of it still is referral based, but um, but yeah, mostly it's word of mouth. And then because I'm open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. every day, seven days a week, kind of built up a clientele. That was that was my marketing I started out with because I didn't have any money. I was like, I'll be open on the weekends at night just to be fill that gap in the market because no one's generally open, you know, that late or on the weekends. So that's what I do. Cool. And then um, would you recommend if someone were to do this, probably start out with the, have a marketing strategy, like do the whole nine, like almost like oh. treat it like you would if you're opening up a practice? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't do it right. I wasn't, I just kind of got things started just to get going. And then I figured I'd build the parachute on the way down. Um, yeah. But if you can have more of a plan and I, yeah, keep your job and have a plan with marketing and save up and, you know, reach out to a consultant that can help you with that um, to build up, you know, Facebook ads or Google ads um, or work on your SEO, but have a plan of attack or just do what I did. Yeah. I mean, I got to imagine like you could develop really good marketing messaging around what you're doing. I'm assuming yeah. you've started to do that and gotten really clear yep. on your messaging. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I started out, I mean, it's still similar. Um, you know, my, it was more delivering affordable, convenient chiropractic care to the comfort of your home or office, right? Um, you know, cause a lot of people, they just can't get off of work. They don't want to leave work. They're used to things like Uber eats now and in the, in, in the post COVID world, I guess they're used to things being delivered to them, especially now. Um, and so a lot of the clientele I see are usually busy entrepreneurs or just really busy professionals. Um, that just, they don't want to take off and that's kind of people I target. I think that's who I would target and people that make pretty high high income yeah. um, because because of the house call service like it's going to be a bit more your traditional yeah. cash with mortar office that's what i was going to say you, know, you don't have to get into your prices but i'm i'm assuming it's a on the higher end of what yeah. a visit would be yep typically yep and do you do you also build in or bake in the travel to that or is there do you have like a fee if like you have to go far for them or anything like that no i kind of keep it all one price is, so it's like it's higher per session but that's built into the fee structure with the travel um, i typically stick around my town i mean on average I, I looked at my numbers again from last year i think the average round trip for me was like 10 miles it wasn't very okay. far and that was a round trip you know i'm not going like you know an hour or two of the next town or something and then coming back it's pretty much in town so perfect um so that's what i do yep Nice. Yeah. And obviously you could write off your gas and car and, yep. and all that type of stuff. So yeah, it's horrible. I mean, you can get, you know, you talk to your CPA about it, but like you can get pretty intricate with what you can do, especially yeah. If you have a vehicle or certainly an RV or something, what you can write off with that stuff. Have you, uh, wrapped your vehicle even more nowadays or is it still the same time? No, I won't. My windows got busted into last summer and I, so I was like, well, maybe I'll just take it off because I'm all referral anyway, for the most part. So I'm kind of, you know, unmarked at this point. But yeah, I thought about like, I kind of like having the marked vehicle. It's just kind of yeah. just drive around and 
get eyeballs and clicks yeah. and views and stuff. Yeah. Well, even, even like I think about it this way, you know, I, in my neighborhood, I'll, I'll be walking around a neighborhood and I remember there was a, a guy parked out there and he had such a great setup. He, um, car wash, mm-hmm. but he had a nice truck wrap, looked good. He put this really nice big tent over the vehicle he was washing because it's Florida and it's hot and sunny. Yep. So it gives him shade, but then he had this whole tent over it, branded. Like it just looked it's great. Good marketing. Yeah. It is. And I walked by and I'm taking a picture of it because like I'm going to call this guy to wash my car. Right. Yeah. And so you could take that same thought process with what you're doing yeah. and you're parked in front of people's houses. And if it's really wrapped, obviously you're not going to have a, a tent and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could be a good way of, of getting people to well, potentially call you. I've thought about get. I mean, I've what what I do. Yes, I'm a chiropractor, but I look at parallel systems and like I'm more in a way related to more of the home services uh, type of businesses, like you know the HVAC and uh, those types of folks. Or the cable guy that comes out there and like I've thought about getting like a big sprinter that I won't necessarily practice out of. I'd have my equipment in there, but just to get a big wrap on there, you know, like a Mercedes sprinter and just pull up to a house. People walk by and they're like, mobile chiropractic. I've never even heard of that house call chiropractor. And then it just, you know, so that's and probably my next draw, iteration. Like, yeah. Like if you think about that investment, I know those aren't cheap, but again, that's yep. a business, you know, you buy that through the business mm-hmm. and you wrap it nice and it's a, it's a nice vehicle. So people are like, okay, this, this guy knows what he's doing. And yeah. then not only is it parked in front of places, but you're driving around town and it's such a novel idea. Yeah, that it it's like uh, Seth Godin's old book called The Purple Cow. It's like yeah. if you're driving that thing around and you're parking that thing in front of places like you're the purple cow now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I've, I've really thought about it. Because, um, yeah, I'm like going to make you do it. Yeah, I probably I probably will buy like a Mercedes Sprinter by the end of the year or by next year or something. Just so my colors are super bright green. Like think of H&R Block. I mean, it would just be like just kind of. You'd see it a mile away, you know? Yeah, I like it. I like it. No, you should do it. Um, Yeah. Cool. So, uh, you know, it's been funny because I, uh, we're now Facebook friends. It hasn't been that long. And you have a a lot of fun. There's certain people that stand out on what they post and you've got a lot of clever uh, posts. So that's uh, always enjoyable to see see your musings. Um, But uh, speaking of of Facebook, you you started a a closed Facebook group, correct? About this topic? Yep. Yep. Uh, I started that. that. So I started that in 2017, mostly out for selfish reasons. Like I didn't really know how to navigate the house call mobile chiropractic world. Um, I mean, even me just Googling it in 2016, there is one gal that was like a consultant that was doing that, but there really wasn't that much information on it. And um, so I started the Facebook group and I Googled like, you know, house call or mobile chiropractor through all the states, you know, Alabama, Alaska. See if I could find anyone that I could like see their website and kind of see what they're doing and then maybe send them a friend request on Facebook to get them on this group. Honestly, I thought it was just going to be like maybe 20 or 40 of us just to chit chat. Hey, what, what's working in New York or what's working in California? What's What are you guys doing here? How do you handle this situation? And it's just kind of organically grown to, I think, a little over 3,500 members on there. Um, and uh, yeah, and I'd say... Of those 3,500 members, I mean, I'd say at least 300 of them are actually mobile in some form. Yeah. 
whether they have a brick and mortar and they do house calls sometimes or they, they're full on house call like me or they have a mobile unit or they're just like uh, kids in, in grad school yet looking at, at this as an option. So and it's pretty, it's pretty much like a Reddit forum. I mean, it's pretty open source. I don't, there's no, like everyone asks questions, you know, sometimes it gets redundant, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. That's good. Yeah, actually, I, that's kind of how this podcast episode came to fruition was, I guess someone mentioned our Facebook group and, and then we had a bunch of people asking to join our Facebook group from, and they mentioned your Facebook group and yeah. actually, that'd be a great, that'd be a great topic. <laughs> yeah. And it, that's like, you were mentioning. Yeah, that's like live, like how do they do that when you like share your social media with someone else's account and you're kind of attracting their customers, their followers and it's kind of same thing. Yeah, no, that's cool that you got that much uh, membership and activity in your Facebook group. It's it's not easy to do. I can, I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like herding cats, right? Yeah, yep. So, um, all right. Now, one of the things you kind of mentioned in briefing, and I'm going to touch on it because I've done it a fair share over the years. Um, there are chiropractors that have their own practice, brick and mortar, traditional practice, and they get an opportunity. Someone wants them to go and, and treat them and, and travel. Um, I did, I've done that. I, I don't do it anymore. I'm not, I'm not practicing. I, I, I kind of turn those down, but I had one, I started my own practice in 2010 and it was like 2011 and you know, it's like, I'll take all the money I can get. I had this lady call me and she's all, I'm up in Boca Raton, Florida. She's all the way down in Hialeah, Florida, which is a part of Miami, about an hour drive. And she wanted me to come twice a week for a, I was a, I'm ART certified. She wanted ART uh, twice a week for six weeks. She had a hip replacement. And one of the doctors said, you know, find someone who does ART for the muscles. I wasn't doing the hip replacement rehab, but, and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. But like, it's a far drive. And so I charged like a lot of money. And this mm -hmm. was back in 2011. Yeah. And like, it was a, it was in the 400s, like give or take, it was a lot each time. Mm -hmm. yep. And it was, a, it was hard getting down there, but it was worth it, you know? And, and I ended up like this woman, she was older, like 70 and she became like a family, family member. So I was doing this, uh, ended up being, becoming more like once a week and then once a month, but I, I did it until like 2019, you know? And it, yeah, it became wow. a point by like 2015. I didn't need to like the 300, whatever it was, like didn't really like really make a difference for me, but she was like my grandmother at this time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a good opportunity, but I tell the story because there's going to be these offshoots for folks that have brick and mortars and it mm -hmm. can be a great opportunity. I've had it with other athletes and things, but I do believe in that setting. Um, you need to charge what your hourly capacity is in, in your office, right? Like if, For sure. if your, your time is worth, I'm just going to make up numbers here, like $300 an hour and you're in your practice, you mm -hmm. probably need to consider it being something like that for a offshoot. I know in yeah. your scenario where you're making it more of a vault, like a little more volume to it, it's not mm -hmm. going to be as high up there potentially. Uh, but what are some of your thoughts on just the, the random kind of opportunities here for brick and mortar chiropractors to do mobile? I think I agree with you. I mean, if you have your hourly rate in your clinic, you know, that's what it works out to. If you see five people an hour, that's about 300 an hour. And then someone calls and they want to see you after hours, after you close, can you come down to wherever? I think you should charge at least that. Yeah. Um, it's just not double. Um, yeah. Just to, first of all, they're serious. 
but also like, I don't know, maybe you don't want to do that, but it's going to be worth your time, you know, if it is, but yeah, you need to probably charge what you're out. You got to figure out like how long it's going to take you to get down there, how long your session is typically with a person like that. What I found with house calls is, well, it's, I don't practice too dissimilar, uh, uh, than with a lot of chiropractors, but the fact that I'm in their home, I'm just, I'm visiting with their family, you know, like it's just a different context. Even if I am just adjusting them, it's like, it's going to take longer than a, a 10 minute office visit typically is, I mean, with the setup, just you're talking, there's just so much more rapport being built during a house call. I think, um, that it's just going to take more. So your standard visits probably is going to be about 15 to 30 minutes, yeah. not including your drives. And then you drive back home. So, yeah. And then is there any, like with what you're doing, um, any other like liability things someone needs to consider? I know obviously malpractice goes with you, but is there anything else yep. you've done? I would, so I have some extra liability, just like business liabilities. Like if I were to stop, I haven't had anything happen, but if I were to break something at their house where I was trying to get in their house and crack the door window or something like that, um, you know, I would have that. Um, others type of stuff. Some people, there's a lot of safety issues people worry about, um, with the type of people you're dealing with. I mean, I haven't, I've had some interesting situations, but I don't have any extra security on top of that. I guess it's more mostly just my liability, my malpractice and that's it. Um, but yeah, you have, there's a lot of like, uh, situational awareness. When it comes to doing house calls specifically. I mean, you have to do it in an office too, but like it's, you're going into someone's home, you're going to a weird neighborhood that you've never been into. You know, you got to be careful. So that's something to think yeah. about. That's a good topic. You know, where the neighborhoods or even, you know, you are going to someone's house, like people can be weird in general. Yeah. It's like, do you, yeah. do you like, you like, I mean, I could see it and I'm just making this up, but you could have some like, they want like, oh, oh yeah. you know, come treat me in my bedroom or whatever. It's like, do you avoid going yeah. to their bedroom? Like, yeah, just no, this in the living, sure. like, in the yeah. living room um, or kitchen? Oh, we, you could go down the rabbit hole with this one. Like, yep. so like, especially with the uh, female chiropractors, there's male chiropractors. And that actually comes up a lot with the ladies on the forum with like, your safety. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the women I talk to, they're doing house schools. They tend to focus not exclusively, but they t their focuses are more like, you know, prenatal, you know, yep. they're dealing with babies and pregnant moms and all that stuff. Well, you got to worry about that. I mean, and maybe have a system like, you know, where I don't know how the hippo would work with this, but maybe your partner knows where you're at at all times, or you could send them like a, like a ping or something like I'm at this place. I don't know. Um, but then I have the same issues for the opposite reasons where it's like, I've, I've had some calls where you know, I get a call from like uh, an athlete that's in town for a swim meet, you know, from college is a big college meet. And they want me to meet them, you know, at their hotel room because they can't push off, you know, on, when they're on the wall there and their back hurts. And it's like, um, well, your coach better be there or some teammates or your parents, which is, that's how that, it worked out fine. That's usually how it works. But yeah, you got to be aware of what you're going into. Um, and then. I've had some other ones where I've been in shady basements. That's for sure. I don't get those as much anymore. Um, one time I after the, after, after the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary movie, yeah, on I, Netflix, you just haven't done that since. No, I, it's been a while. 
Um, <laughs> the weirdest call I did, I was kind of being stupid. It was late. I kind of knew the area, but I didn't realize how far into the area I got into. And I actually did a house call at a halfway house. Like, oh, there you go. Like, there you go. it was, uh, I pulled up in this sketchy alley. I don't get these calls that often. It's just a fun story. Um, mm-hmm. I get up there, I see all this paperwork by the window, you know, like, hey, absolutely no one here at this time. Well, I was like, that's kind of weird. And the guy was nice, you know, um, you know, fixed his back. But, you know, it's always, that's like a situation like, I should, I probably shouldn't have done that. You know, I should have like, maybe just, hey, maybe you go to an office or something or go to this person. But, yeah. I do think a, a key take home here is that, you know, folks that are doing it or thinking about doing it is, Mm-hmm. Is set boundaries, set, have a plan, yeah. you know, with the parameters in place. And even you can even pre-communicate that via mm-hmm. text message. I'm assuming yep. that you probably utilize your cell phone a lot for the book. Yeah. Scheduling people calling your cell and you yep. probably text with them a lot, right? Yep. All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly bit.ly slash propel mcm that is bit.ly bit.ly propel mcm modern chiropractic marketing right and so check out that link and we're going to have you go over five seo secrets to owning the first page of google uh, without buying ads and darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. Um, and I remember, you know, obviously during COVID, everything was weird, but there'd be times where I'd get a text from what's called an HVAC or, or whatever. And it would be just a text like, Hey, you know, our, service member or crew is going to be wearing masks and this like they would just give mm-hmm. me like a kind of a prep text and that could be something that uh, a mobile chiropractor as well could do is like yeah you know, we're going to make sure there's air like if you want to like the living room is the place you're going to do this yeah it's like okay we're going to treat you in your living room please make sure there is space for that before i get yep. there you know uh, are there other, like, there's a lot of nuances. Like, do you just automatically take your shoes off when you go in? Do you ask? I do. Right? Just, yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I'm, there's a lot of like service, like good customer service that could be like, that can be utilized with the house call in the sense that like, let's say I have Kevin scheduled for tomorrow at two and he'll get a 24 hour text from my, Hey, just confirming tomorrow is 2 PM house call. Um, you say yes or no, or it's rescheduled, but then I say, like, it's like kind of like lift almost. Like I say, I'm on, yep. on my way. Like, hey, I'm about 15 minutes away. I'll see you at two. So they know I'm on my way. I text when I arrive, um, come in there, you know, take my shoes off. Um, I never park in the driveway. I don't know why. I've always just kind of, God forbid something happens to my vehicle. It just doesn't work. I don't want to be stuck in someone's driveway if they have to, you know, these, there's these little like subtle things. And then, you know, you get them treated, you go through their care plan. Usually with house calls, like this isn't, you know, the big type of care plans that you're, you might see in some other types of clinics. Um, mm-hmm. I typically start out people with one to one to five sessions, one to six sessions over two weeks, and they do a reevaluation, but we go visit to visit. 
sometimes, you know, it is just like, it's a headache and might be pretty straightforward. Um, but then like, yeah, I mean, you get them treated, you dismiss them. Um, and there's just a lot of opportunity for just offering good service when you're doing a house call because you're going above and beyond, um, because you're going to them, um, the communication, the text, the con confirmation, the follow-ups. I mean, it's really fun. I really enjoy customer service. That's what I like about it. Yeah. You know, and it kind of makes me think, you know, I've had Joey Coleman on my podcast in the past and he wrote that book, uh, never lose a customer again, but he has that eight mm -hmm. phases of the customer experience. And we've yep. got to tease it out to the patient experience. And uh, you could probably do a lot of really cool customer experience service yep. things in this, where yep. it's like, it is, this is a first class experience in it. And yeah. And it's, it's really novel in a lot of ways and it's very effective mm -hmm. and it, there's a, a marketplace for it. So that's pretty cool that, you know, you, you, you've thought of some of those things like not parking in driveway. <laughs> like, yeah, it's smart, even because there might be people like they might be parked in. They need to leave. Wife yeah. needs to leave or kids are, you know, whatever. Like, it's just like all these little nuances that you pick up on, you know, or, I mean, or you know, like I said, your vehicle breaks down or I don't know, anything could happen, I suppose that you pick up on over the years, but yeah. 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 That's cool. That's cool. Is there anything else that, um, you, know, you kind of think of with this whole process that you've been through and what's going right, some wins, anything that our audience, uh, would be, you know, okay, that makes a lot of sense or gets them helping in the right direction. Um, I'd say join my Facebook group, if you will. Well, I was going to ask next. So you, you, I was going to ask next. So what, how do they well, find the Facebook group? I think it's called the mobile chiropractic forum. It used to be called the house call chiropractic forum, but we changed it just to kind of all be all encompassing with the different yes. types of practices. But like I said, it's just a Reddit forum. Basically people ask questions. You can use a search tool. Um, yeah. people talk about how do you, how do you structure your fees? Do you go time-based because of your house call or do you go like you use CPT codes because you're billing most of the people I've, that I know are doing house calls are probably cash practices yeah. um some of them might do some insurance um and like you know how do you structure that's the biggest one is how do you structure your fees um do you go time-based do you go fee for service do you do membership model this depends on your state and what's legal um me personally i go fee for service because i don't know just like i said i kind of more in line with like the other home services where you pay me for the service right um yeah. Um, that's the big one. Then marketing, um, you know, it's all on there. Um, but in the logistics of it, um, what type of EHR they're best for mobile versus, you know, whatnot, you know, what kind of phone service do you use? That's HIPAA compliant, you know, all that stuff. There's a yeah, lot that's, of nuance. That's, yeah, that's good. And, um, I highly recommend them checking that out for sure. Uh, you know, for me, I had also for a long time, we had on-site corporate locations and, mm -hmm. uh, one point we had five or six at the same time. And, and some of them were portable. Like I actually was driving over back in 2013, 2014, I was driving over to Naples, Florida, which was like an hour and a half drive for a company. And they gave me like a, a room. It wasn't built out or anything. It was just like an extra room. Yeah. yeah. I brought my table. And they wanted me to do an ART. It wasn't through ART. It was just, you know, it was just, and I was seeing 20 people and I'd haul my ass all the way back home. It was a long day, yeah. but that was generating a lot of revenue per month. It was crazy. Yeah. 
And then we had like on site where they actually gave us a full chiropractic treatment room, completely built out with all the fitment, mm -hmm. you know, the whole nine yards and mm -hmm. there three days a week to do that. So this, you know, that would fall under that kind of mobile chiropractic in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's, do you have some other colleagues that are doing a little bit more of that where it's real, like that corporate on-site care? Yeah. I mean, Jeff Sullivan's kind of the guy that does that mostly. Like he's got the RV, pulls up and he does a lot of, he take you know he's in network with they're out of network with but he takes their insurance for some of these companies yeah. just depends what you want to do like i really enjoy the house called the one-on-one mm -hmm. like these are like i feel like i don't even feel like i'm really practicing in the sense that it's like i'm just driving around town visiting friends catching up helping them with their headache or their back pain that so that one-on-one -on -one is what i like i i i do some corporate work in the sense that i go out there and the company's paying and I'm there for three or four hours and I'm seeing their employees. It's draining to me for me personally. You can make a lot more money, I think, doing that. But like, it's like a lot of those, especially when the company's paying, it's like they're not as committed to care, it seems. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to do all the new patient work up and it feels like kind of fast paced because people are just coming in. It's like, it's just too fast for me. Or maybe I just got to get better at at it, I, t I tend to get long-winded with my patients and just kind of chit-chat about a lot of different stuff. So, but hey, yeah, no, no, that's I, cool. I like the house call. Well, listen, I really appreciate your time today, Doc. Um, I hope they can reach out to your Facebook group, get in there, start yeah. to learn, you know, start to get their feet wet a little bit and, and have a strategy around it. This is just a, a really cool topic that I think a lot of people could benefit from, whether they go all in or they... Yeah you know, do a side hustle thing, right? I'm sure yeah. you see some side hustlers. Yeah. Well, one thing I've, I will, I would like to note, and I haven't, cause I haven't gone into a brick and mortar is I, people I've talked to, I, I'm not sure if you use house calls as a leverage point to get into an office in the future, if that's going to work that well. What I mean by that is you think, you know, you see all these patients who you're, you're convenient, you're going to them, you build rapport, they like you. And then now you've saved enough. You got the office. You can go there. A lot of them don't follow you to the office because the reason they were utilizing your services was the convenience. So I'd say be careful with that. That could be, you could be starting a practice over again. Yeah. If you're thinking about building a house called practice to leverage into a small office or something like that. It works better the other way around. Yeah. Let's say you want to get out of practice or you want to slow down. Um, you could just put a little sign at your front desk, say, hey, you know, at the end of the year, I'm going to go fully mobile. So if anyone's interested, sign up here or like that. And they'll, they'll, you'll have more people follow you that way doing that. But I haven't seen it successful the other way around. That makes sense. You know, I could see a scenario where if you uh, built up like a reputation like you have and you start like you probably know a lot of people in the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you were to open up brick and mortar, you wouldn't want to go all in with it. Brick and mortar, mm -hmm. you like probably want to keep your mobile do the brick and mortar, maybe build it, can, you know, do it kind of concurrently to an extent yeah. to the point where it's like, okay, now I'm here and I, I can do that and try to leverage the connections in the community I've made to yeah. do it. And, and, and then you could potentially cut the cord down the road. But I, I agree with you. It's, it's not going to transfer probably. Well, I got this thing here. I don't know if you can see that. There's like a little map oh, of my cool. town. And yeah. I got all the like ends of where I go, like approximate locations so then like when i look at it like it's pretty split all around town east west and like 
Because I thought I started doing it was like, okay, maybe if I start leveraging, if I happen to see most of my places, 90% of these people are on the east side of town or the west side. Well, it's like, well, that makes more sense to open up in those areas. Yeah. Um, so that's something you can do is like, you know. Actually, here's a question for you because I have a, my, um, my brother-in-law, my, my, uh, it's my wife's sister's husband. He, he started a, uh, basically an appliance repair company in his early 20s. Now they're very successful. They got, I think he employs his whole family now and they yeah. got all these, all these uh, wrapped vehicles going around and they, 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 they're busy and I've talked to him about it. And one of the things that they're always cognizant of is the logistics of it, right? Like they don't want to send one of their, their service repair techs over here. And then on the other side of town and the other, like yep. it's, they have to like the, the night, basically the late afternoon before the next day, they really try to strategically do that. Are you finding yourself doing that as well? I don't. Cause I want to be that convenient guy like hey i'm like their personal chiropractor basically but i charge enough where i feel i'm happy with it but what you could do i could say you have that you could have zone one zone two say and then monday wednesday friday i'm in zone one if you live on the side this side of town you know you get the new patient information like okay i'm in that side of town on fridays or something i can get you in on friday because then you can really cut down on you're only going, you know, from, you know, one house. I've literally done that where it's just going up and down the block, it seemed, you know, with people. Um, that's a way you could manage your logistics because with chiropractic, unlike maybe like, you know, like maybe there's a plumbing issue, like kind of an emergency, maybe mm-hmm. like it's not generally an emergency for us. Like it's like you could get in, you could wait a day because um, that's when I'm in your area. So something. That's something you could do. Makes sense. Well, Doc, you know, I really appreciate your time. This was really, really informative. And I think it'll start piquing the interest of some other chiropractors. So thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos. We help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us, we produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels. We also take them and we turn it into one good blog per month. And every other month, we have Darcy Sullivan producing a robust blog with a topic that you pick from her database to help with your SEO. So we essentially become your content marketing agency to make sure your practice is always having ethical, elegant content marketing to help grow your practice. On the coaching side, we also help you with everything from marketing ideas to business, communications, finances, anything practice growth and really try to help prevent you from being stuck on that island. And we hold you accountable. We have a great group of doctors that are just doing amazing things. And we look forward to help you out to take that next step in your practice. So again, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com and learn more.